On Living a Sex Positive Life, we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. Good evening, everyone. It's Angelique Luna, and I'm here with my partner and co-host and partner in crime, and God knows what else, uh, John C. Luna. Hello, everyone, and we have a, a very special episode. God, I feel like I'm on input. Yes, I know. We, it, it, it's kind of out of place. We, we, we were being greedy because we wanted the 50th number because we did have 51 and 52. Mm, so. we, yeah, we, 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 we kind of got it snugged in there, but this is the 50th episode. Let's go with that. Theoretically. Theoretically. <laughs> well, we wanted the 50th episode to be uh, just us without right. any guests, so we can go ahead and concentrate and talk about... Um, not just the stuff we've talked about in the pre in, in previous episodes and, you know, the people we want to thank for getting us where we are, but also we need to talk about the news. We're actually going to talk about the dark side of sex scandals because you, you, today you really just can't avoid it. Oh, come on. It, it's, it's everything. I, I'm talking from the hashtag me too. Uh, I think I found another hashtag, um, Christian rape too. Hashtag Christian rape because they were talking about how um, the churches are hiding and not wanting to mention about the rape and the sexual assaults and crimes that happen, which we know kind of is since uh, September when um, the allegations started to come out with Harvey Weinstein. um, In total, now there are over eighty women claiming sexual harassment against Harvey Weinstein. And since then, we have an additional 32 other people, uh, whether in Hollywood or... ...of, like, when a man's... It's okay, we believe him, but when a woman does sexual assault, harassment, oh, no, I'm sorry. Prime example, our president. <laughs> well, there, there's, a, there's a lot of sides to this story. And to, to, to say right up front, uh, sexual harassment, rape... Uh, pedophilia uh, we're not of course we're, we're, we're against all that in any of the forms and whether you have one accuser and you've done it once or you're like let's see who, who's who's the ranking person here James Toback a screenwriter and director has now had 230 women come forward against him now if you have one person come out against you I could see that okay this is something that deserves attention and should be looked into but obviously don't immediately judge them as guilty just because it, it happens there can be false accusations it doesn't mean that one accusation is false but it's something to be looked into and i try not to jump to judgment on this screams rape and do the same stuff charlie rose got terminated and his behavior and yeah that he did that back in the day when okay it's still the 90s but i understand uh, well, that, that's that's the other side of it. Um, obviously, it doesn't matter. How would I put it? Um, sexual harassment today in 2017 is very different from sexual harassment in like 1975. Things were much more 
permissible back then. And not to say they weren't right or wrong, um, but society accepted a lot more back then. And, and of course, people kind of go through what society, how would you put it? They, 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 they. I mean, it was a travesty when the high level actors and executives, even George W. Bush, sorry, not W, George Sr., has seven women allocating that. Now, the guy's in his late 80s at this point. Yeah, he's in his 80s because uh, W is close to his late 60s. Yep. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's coming out, even him. Uh, let's Al see. Al Franklin had, had another Ooh. one. Yeah. And it's just, again, it, it's kind of like, okay, you didn't say anything inappropriate to say, hey, you grabbed my ass, that was not right, you waited. Sex abuser, person who commits sex harassment, and pedophile, and I'm like, whoa, 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 sweetie, those are those are way different words, you know. Dep- depending on who I'm talking to, they may call me a pervert, but I have not committed sex harassment, sex abuse, and I sure as fuck am not a pedophile. But you know, in these 33 so far that I have that have been done, it uh, let's see, Roman Polanski has been uh, accused that the person he had sex with at the time was 13. Uh, Roy Moore was accused of dating and having sex with teenagers, including a 14-year-old. And you start going through this list. Um, Kevin Spacey, hate to say that one. Uh, the, uh, the incident with the boy in the 80s, uh, at the time the boy was 14 years old. Those are pedophiles. Those, are, those people need help, and that's a whole nother thing. Now, there's sexual harassment which is what we get from people like Bill O'Reilly. Uh, I'm sorry, if you go ahead and pay $32 million for and the a network closed knows. and this is at least the sixth legal agreement to cover up Mr. O'Reilly's uh, sexual harassment allegations, holy fuck. <laughs> at what point do you just go ahead and go, we, we don't need this guy no more? I mean, it's just amazing. It, it It is. We both love Charlie Rose um, with this many harassments coming out. And then the next day he was suspended. Uh, within another 12 hours, he was fired. And we're like, you know, we got to accept the fact that he's done this. Yeah. Okay, and whether it comes out in a trial. And trial, trials are one of those things that sometimes happen, sometimes don't. Right. You, you know, and, and let's be honest, like 30 women came out against Bill Cosby and one actually ended up to listen to Corey Feldman and Corey Hayman at age 11. Um, and he's gone to the police and he's tried and they it hasn't gone anywhere. Right. Move ahead a couple more years, Courtney Love goes ahead and it was uh, in 2005 but she called out Harvey Weinstein, and that's what happened to her career. Yeah, and she had some major problems after that. It was it Pamela Anderson's were raped scandals similar to Jimmy Seville. And for those of you who don't know, Jimmy Seville was the guy who uh, was knighted. He was a English um, what celebrity reporter. No, he was similar to like um, our night guys, um, Johnny Carson, David Letterman. Well loved, gave to charities, taking care, you know, always giving back to the community at the same time, raping little kids. 
Uh, he died in 2011. And since then, 589 victims have come forward. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. How? Anyway. It, it's the whole fear of, tell anyone, we'll kill your mother. And that's why she kept quiet for so many years. Told that to a child. That's absolutely amazing. And, and that's... And, and it's despicable. And grooming the child. And it's like, no, I truly love you by having sex acts on the child. Which Diva was between the ages of two to eight when this all happened to her. And that's why she never said anything. So I could understand and I could relate to the parents when they ask, why, why, why? Well, we don't know what the perpetrator told their victim or their, you know. It's like, I'm going to kill your family. I'm like, because remember, it's always against him. Uh, but of course, she was attacked. The, attacked the victim. That, that, that's. Seems to be society's first case. Yes. But, you know, she was young. We're talking in her days of being gone charmed. Yeah, she was in her 20s. I think she was 22 when everything happened, when she accepted the money. So she was on the the brink of starting her career. So when you're young and naive and don't really have the experience to say, no, I'm not going to keep quiet and take the money, that's what they do because... What Corey Feldman has always said, this has been going on since the dawn of time in Hollywood. And probably even the dawn of time of any entertainment arts theater. It's just now coming out because women and men are banding together as survivors. ...or abused, whether you're an adult or, or, you know, a young kid. And then being told, well, take this money and shut up or your career's over. Right. And you go back to podunk whatever... Or they're going to tell whatever lies they can about you. And i got to tell you, with the pull and the power these people have, they can destroy you. So it's not really shocking that this has been going on for years in Hollywood, prob- probably since the beginning. Oh, definitely. For money, uh, then what they can do, the parents are not quite as there as they may need to be or should be. And it, it anyway... Well, no, because look at Corey Haim's mom. She was a good mom. She could not follow him 24-7 to every party and everything, but she worried. But the minute she heard there was trouble, she pulled him out, and she was there. So it's not all, you know, stage moms that are in stage parents that are crazy, such as Corey Feldman's family, who basically took $1 million. Irony, though, that all of this is coming out at a time when Trump is in office? Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, Trump, the uh, the president who scolds uh, Franklin for his sexual abuse while completely ignoring... Um, Roy Moore. Roy Moore. And supporting Roy Moore. So he chose a pedophile over a Democrat, which... I mean, he actually did come out and say... It would be better to vote for Troy, uh, Roy Moore because we need him o- over the Democrat. And, and I'm sorry if it's if it's come to that where we can accept any behavior from someone just because they're on our team. That's a load of crap. That's that, not acceptable, period. That is the moral decay of this country. Um, stand up. And I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care if you're on my side or not. I don't need pedophiles. On my side. Mm-hmm. Perverts, I'm fine with. We're a fun group. But pedophiles, no. 
No, children. No, that that. that. And they're going down with the ship, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're like, oh, we should have said something. We should have done. It's like should have, could have, but you didn't. You were saving your ass for your Hollywood career. And that, it, yes, yes, they were. And I, 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 I don't, I don't even know if I can have an, a, a comment on that. When you're in an industry where the power players are doing shit like this, and everyone around you is looking away, it act, it does take courage to be the one to speak up. Because you are risking your livelihood, your reputation, your everything to speak out for them. Oh, absolutely. And even if you weren't, you know, even if you weren't the abuse, but you know the abuse was going on, I'm sure those people were threatened as well. All of them. Think about it. They're always threatened because the Rose McGowan situation. Mm -hmm. You know, she took the payoff because she didn't know any better. She didn't want her career to end. She still wanted to succeed. Harvey Weinstein is a powerhouse, or was a powerhouse at this point, and he's the one that everyone said he could make or break your career. Which means he gets to do whatever he wants. Uh, John Lasseter from Pixar. <sighs> that hurt. He took a leave of absence, but they never really said... <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that, that one hurt a lot because all of the wonderful work he's done... And, yeah. You know, one one thing I do want to talk about, though, is... And I'm sure more are going to come out. Oh, absolutely. But eventually, the purge is going to end. Whether it's in a month or three months or six months from now. Um, a new set of rules is going to be out there. Or at least, it's the same set of rules assessment is. Uh, came down to, um, basically, almost rape. And while some of the women in their 20s said glancing at their breast or, you know, glancing at their ass in the workplace, or one even said saying they're attractive while at work or they look attractive today would be sexual harassment. So we have this huge definition of what sexual harassment is to different people. And... In some workplaces, it's going to become that almost sterile environment where... Okay, well, fine, martini. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay, now we're good. <sighs> if you said a 40, that would have been completely different. But but anyway, we're going to get this really sensitive, uh, possibly, work environment. And uh, there, there are a lot of guys out there like me that... Error on the side of caution, of side of caution, and stay the foot back and do all and, and kind of kind of uh, obey those rules. And I, I honestly think in this case, no one's gonna gonna be the winner. No, no one's gonna be a winner in this one. It's gonna hurt everyone, down to the janitor and the office worker, all the way up to the executives out there and everyone in between, because there are some that are gonna jump on the bandwagon. I mean, I'm. I know with the 33 uh, uh, accused. Especially his whole thing because he had the Miss Teen Universe pageant and he was able to go in and to the dressing room whenever and he's like, I'm the owner. I could do this. And I'm like, there's half-naked teen girls in there. 
I'm yeah. like, if you think about it, it, it's just he's always had a younger fetish because his current wife is, what, 30 years younger than him? Or, you know, unfortunately, I'm sorry. She just signed up to be a sugar baby, and now she's the first lady of the United States, okay? And having to do a lot more than she ever planned on it. Yes, this was now covered in her contract and her prenup, so... Yeah, I was like Ivanka's. I was the first lady. And I'm like, yes, Ivanka, you were the first lady and still are the first lady of, you but know. But she abandoned ship? No, she didn't. Trump divorced her for well, a younger model. Oh, okay. She got thrown off the ship, but she's she not on the did. ship no more. And no one <laughs> talks about Melania, uh, what is it, Melanie Trump? Yeah. Melanie? Melanie Trump, yeah. No one talks about her. And Tiffany, the, uh, the the offspring, so yeah, l- l- let's see about that. She only appeared during the... Uh, the, uh, what do you call it, uh, campaign trail. Other than that, I'm like, she exists? Wow. Because you always hear about the other four kids. Yeah, that's because they're doing things they probably shouldn't. Baron? I mean, you rarely ever heard about the, uh, the, the, the the Bush girls. They were kind of always in the background. Oh, no, they were troublemakers. They did, They had a good publicist or publicist <laughs> that kept them all like, Shh, yep, quiet. It's like, don't, you're, you're cause they cause... Even with all these candles... This is our 50th episode, and man, it has been a fun ride so far, and I don't plan on stopping. <laughs> I don't think we have the option to stop anymore at the rate we're going. It, it, it's now a uh, avalanche of a snowball, and... Uh. Well, it was almost a year ago that we started off by introducing ourselves as living a sex-positive life, and what is it? We did an episode on the uh, definitions and blurred lines of sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the beginning, we started doing our own stuff and starting getting up to, uh, what was it? Uh, talking about Florida Power Exchange and going out there, uh, talking about uh, dungeons and starting to visit the woodshed. And then we started getting guests on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, guests like uh, Dawn Sierra, who I believe we'll be seeing her Polly Dallas coming up, right? Yes, we are. Actually, I meet her in person there. I met her a couple times at Catalyst Con. And, yeah, Catalyst Con, that was the only conference we were at the same time. I didn't see her at Woodhall this year. Uh, yeah, so... Well, we interviewed her a while ago, and then after that, we talked with Goddess Amberly, who now just did the intro to our show, so we got to meet her out in Vegas not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, there was Miss Darling, the 50s... Is it 50s housewife? How would you call it? Or 50s... Uh, Master-slave relationship. Fifty, Yeah, the 1950s housewife uh, master-slave with Darlene Discovered. Uh, yeah, that's, that's right. a good book. Yes, we've had several authors on the show. Silver Shops. Yes, we have King Crate, who's doing today, Sunday, Ooh. November 26th, is the last day for the BOGO. Buy one King Crate, get the second one free. So buy December's King Crate, and you get... <laughs> and these were the few times if you follow me on social media i was documenting our adventure john was not paying attention to our facebook so it, that's why i was kind of concerned he wasn't calling us i'm like oh, okay so he must be really busy hanging out with his friend playing chess i was and, involved in a very good chess game right so you know mr uh not authentic i can't even think of the word in english um non-social media person no not authentic means like hyper it's just neurotic neurotic Mr. Neurotic over here, anytime his darling daughter and wife is on the road and dangers around, he's calling in panic. And this was like the first time he didn't call in panic because I posted on social media, oh, 
Best Buy across the Florida Mall. There's 30 SWAT, 30 police, Border Patrol, and the fire truck. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> the joys of Black Friday shopping. Yeah, well, the evacuated Black uh, Best Buy, I can't remember for what reason, so that's why it was like friggin' lockdown. And usually when something like crazy, like one cop comes in our little book town whatever we live in he's like freaking out are you okay is everything I'm like it's just one cop and here was 30 plus border patrol and fire trucking no call nothing i was like oh. they've been fun but let's see who else we've Lola had divine well, thriving in sex work so yeah we kind of like bypassed the whole sex workers sex you know legalizing uh you know decriminalizing sex you know, prostitutes and sex workers in general. It's like, it's big. I can't, what was the story we just saw on CBS that had me all riled up in regards to, oh, I knew I should have just like did an instant story there because the way they were talking about the story. Well, I don't recall. There was a story um, and they were talking about the site. What is Craigslist competitor? Do you remember that? Oh, Backpage. That's what it was. It was Backpage. This boat ta- got us. Tell me why it got you. It, it got me because they kept blaming Backpage for human trafficking and se- or sex trafficking. Right. But the way they kept going back and forth with the language between human trafficking and sex trafficking was driving me up the wall because... No matter what, the supply will always be there because there will always be a demand. And they think by closing down Backpage, it will stop all this trafficking. And it's not. Well, even the the 18 minutes later, they had 80 emails, Mm -hmm. 80 responses. And she said, that's amazing. And just went completely in the direction of it being Backpage's fault. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 no. Let's stop here. What is wrong with society that this many men are sexually uneducated and have that, 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 I mean, that this is their channel, that, that this is their out for sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Sex is definitely a natural thing. And obviously prostitution is illegal. There's a war on porn going on. Freaking our president now is going to go ahead and uh, try to revoke net neutrality. Oh, God. Having freedom. They're always fighting for your First Amendment rights. Why do you think there's so many First Amendment right lawyers? It's because the adult industry is always constantly fighting. Well, they're always constantly under, um, under fire. Yeah. Yes. And people don't go through the education. They just see it and lump it all up. And like that other newscaster, lumping perverts with pedophiles. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. And and lumping everything together and putting one big sticker on it and saying, here's the problem. It's insane. But again, what is wrong with society that men are so sexually deprived Sexually uneducated. They're freaking teachers. They're um, lawyers. Workers. They're they're normal everyday people just looking for some pleasure. And and unfortunately, this is it's a shame that this is what's left to find. Right, and because a lot of them also. There was another survey done in the UK. Their little boy was his five year old sister because that's what he saw on the internet, and no one told him anything different. 
don't look. Kids, if they don't learn about sex from their parents, they learn about it from their friends and they learn about it from the internet. And believe me, the porn industry, there's actually a, a video out there of the porn industry telling parents, please talk to your kids about sex and don't send them to our sites because what they have is for adults. It is enjoyable for adults. It's great for couples or singles to watch or whatever it, whatever your forte is, but it is not meant for kids. They should not learn uh, about sex from the porn industry. Mm-mm. Not in the least. But that's all. Well, Raping yourself a naive guy who just wants relationship but doesn't want sex. They all want sex or they want some kind of affection. A cuddler, professional cuddler, sorry, that is considered sex work. Even if you're not having um, sex with them, if you're doing intimate, touching, sensual massages, still considered a sex work. So educators and... I had a conversation with someone at Facebook, you know, because I was livid. I'm like, why you keep, you know, blocking sex educators? We're trying to sell product. We're making sure we follow the guidelines. No nudity, no obscene. As I'm going through the list, shopping's good. Uh, Actually, we had got to uh, interview Cooper Beckett from um, Life on the Swing Set, who I believe just came back from from Desire. their yearly week. Um, I guess I guess you would call it retreat at this point there because they do do a hotel takeover um, and have a whole bunch of their fans. I think it's over two hundred be- rooms. And I believe it is a eight day, seven days. It seven is seven, days. seven seven days at a resort called Desire in Mexico, which is, from what I understand, um, one of the premier nicer um, couples nudist resorts. Yes, and they. Very judgment-free and allow pretty much everything. And if you've seen the pictures, it's absolutely beautiful. We hope to get down there one day. One day. But Cooper had released his book. And then we had, that's afterwards we talked with Lola. Ollie Laws. So are in a triad or a quad or anywhere. And it is, uh, you need legal representation. You want to set it up. So, I don't know, in case uh, if you're in a relationship with a married couple. Oh, just any alternative lifestyle, because he also does a lot of LGBTQ law, too. That is true. So he's a family lawyer um, and does a lot of, what do you call it, estate planning. and. The big one, I thought, was power of attorney with him. Yes, power of attorney. Because if you are in a relationship with a married couple and they get into a car accident, you can't even visit them because you have no formal legal connection to them. So he kind of establishes that, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, and especially if you're in a poly, uh, polycule and you want to go pick up the child. And oh, if you... She's coming up on Thursday from Princess to Queen. We'll be talking about her new book. So super excited. I need to finish up my review and post that. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we have a lot of good, a good um, past podcasts, so definitely listen. We've made sure it's a diversity from authors therapists lawyers um what do you call it um merchandise shopping because you know black friday we had a lot of great deals there dungeons dungeons um and and next year we'll be going to more conferences i mean we're heading towards the leather leadership conference in march we'll be in playground in toronto Still haven't gotten a sponsor or anything for that trip. So, because I know we're trying to combine it with a little mini vacation because we haven't taken a vacation yet. 
Um, well, we've also done uh, fire this year. We'll be doing it next, next year. Next year, and we'll also be doing Florida Power Exchange next year. We're also going to be doing Poly Dallas. Um, hopefully, we could do Woodhall again. We Wood probably won't do nice. Fetish Con. If we do Fetish Con, it will probably just be a quick one day trip. We're not going to do the back to back like we did this year. So yeah, no. So, man, then we've had some some local guests like Ignixia, mm-hmm. who can make anything out of leather. This girl's amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, you have Carl and Cheyenne from King Crate. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, this has been a wonderful ride for us. Yes, King Hef with pink hefts and black hefts, which is great Ooh. products. Um, but you can also support it time by writing reviews. Yes, this is our infomercial. I am selling my soul to you guys to please, please, please help support us and write reviews, spread the word. Yeah, and let as, us continue this fun journey. <laughs> as John C. Luna just is like, oh yeah, you, you, you become the pathetic one and cry and beg. And I was like, ah! No begging. Well... We need to get dressed up for that. <laughs> and there should be some hair pulling, too. Yes, definitely. Uh-huh. Yes, like we were over at the woodshed for their their shopping extravaganza. I turned my back on him for five minutes, and he comes back with a new paddle. I'm like, I left you alone for five minutes. An awesome little paddle that I can carry in my pocket from whenever I need it. I should use it as a keychain. <laughs> it's not that small to use as a keychain. <laughs> How could you? How dare you? So our journeys have taken us from Miami to D.C. and then out west. And Just due to the fact that she did have a relapse. She um, had a meltdown. Um, it's not so much she went off her meds. She is bipolar depressed and she has been struggling a um, majority of her life after the abuse with the uh, dissociated identity disorder. So she broke up with her boyfriend, and she learned her lesson. She put too many eggs in one basket and was hurt and depressed. And we are always the punching bags. We're the ones who get the brunt of, I don't know, the emotional roller coaster derailment, to put it mildly. You know, she turns around and yells and screams. She's proud and gets sad and depressed and... It derailed her, but I mean, she still was on her medications because she is on her medication for bipolar, so. Well, it's difficult enough raising a teenager, and once you throw in uh, the abuse and the bipolar depression, there are extra hurdles to go on through. And it's, it's, it's been a rocky road, but we have a wonderful daughter at this point, and we would never change her for the world. No, our demonic spawn is, you know, the love of my life there. So even though everyone's like, do you call her demon spawn? I've called her demon spawn before birth. Because I'm trying to find the little ultrasound photo of her flesh me. But tell us what kind of workshops you want to hear from us too. Because we are in the process of 2018 rolling out a couple of workshops. So hopefully you guys will let us know what you're interested in learning. Or being tied up or beat up, you know, like a pinata. And we'll be presenting both in the Orlando area as well. Hopefully several of the uh, conventions and conferences we'll be attending this well, year. Well, we got Dallas in July. Woohoo! In Espanol. <laughs> si. Que mierda me metí. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I know, and you and your toy collection, it's growing uncontrollably. So we're trying to figure out when we go up to Toronto, because our first um, event next year will be Playground in Toronto. And Toronto's a wonderful city. We're so looking forward to getting there. Unless we get an AVN invite. If you just give, give me a moment here. I'm, in, I'm enjoying this part. <laughs> okay. Traveling kinky is the issue because, of course, you don't want to check a bag. But I'm not sure my stuff will go through carry-on, depending on what I'm bringing. Uh, will floggers get caught in, in in the TSA? Yes. Damn. I don't know. I think uh, Cooper Beckett actually has a blog post on how to travel with kinky stuff because he's traveled quite a bit. We we need to look into that. So we will definitely update you and let you know if my uh, if my floggers and paddles have gone international or not. Well, I was just trying not to take anything, but some to the woodshed and a lot of people enjoy a lot of their toys there oh and they also have kinky cards so definitely check out kinkcrate.com backslash living the sex positive life so that way hey we get credit and you feed us um and buy their um christmas cards kinky ones i like santa with the nipple clamps that's pretty fun <laughs> yes everyone needs kinky christmas cards great for the holidays <laughs> Oh, holiday shoppings. Yes, please prepare yourself mentally. Um, if you need to, drop us a line. We will try to help you. Um, if not, listen to a, a lot of our podcasts or, you know, American Sex Podcast. Uh, what's another good one? Life on the Swing Set Podcast. Just to save your sanity from uh, the uh, crazy <laughs> Well, we promise next year to do a little bit more ranting and raving. A little bit more individual. So I, I will be cutting back the interviews to three interviews per month, and then the other two will be of us. Um, I know we're still trying to work the dynamics of video Instagramming and Snapchat. So give give us time to work that out. Unless you have a submissive slave out there who wants to be our social media rep and take care of it. Ooh, we are I want a slave. It. I want a slave. A submissive, not a slave. It's too much work to be a, a master and slave. I'm sorry. I barely have any time to trying to take care of that demon spawn over there. So, Okay. A submissive social media marketing manager. Yeah. I can dream. <laughs> you never know. Someone might apply. <laughs> so you can apply at... <laughs> John C. Luna at Twitter or Instagram... <laughs> He's doing all the interviews. I'm not doing that. He's doing that. <laughs> And I'm sure I'll enjoy the process. Times this week. Les, we're having a threesome. Wow. Good right. night. Bye.